Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 4th of August. We're seeing an alarming rise in COVID-19 infections in Kerala and epidemiologists and public health experts are stating that this could be the beginning of India's third COVID-19 wave. Though the state government has not officially called it a third wave, experts say that Kerala after being in a plateau phase in the second wave, averaging 12 to 14,000 cases per day from the 4th of June to the last week of July, is now seeing a surge of 20,000 to 22,000 cases per day in the last 6 days. and the positivity rate in the state is now above 12%. The response has to be ramping up of the pace of inoculation and to that end Union Health Minister Mansukh Mandavia on Tuesday said in parliament that four more Indian pharmaceutical firms are expected to start vaccine production by October November of this year and that is expected to accelerate the inoculation drive. During the question hour in the Rajya Sabha, Mandavia said that India has administered 47 crore doses of the vaccine so far and the center is making efforts to inoculate the entire country at the earliest. In news from the telecom space, the government is preparing a relief package for the telecom sector but has no plans to respond to Aditya Birla Group chairman Kumar Mangalam Birla's offer to hand over the group's stake in Vodafone Idea to any public sector or domestic financial entity according to a report by the Economic Times which quoted official sources. A government official who did not wish to be quoted said that it was surprising that Birla's letter was silent about the shareholding of Vodafone Group which is the largest investor in Vodafone Idea. Vodafone CEO Nick Reed is quoted in another article as saying that while the group will provide practical support to V it will not invest fresh capital that's from an analyst call on the 23rd of July. Ratings agency ICRA has said that non-bank lenders would continue to see elevated levels of asset quality stress on their books with the situation improving only in the next financial year. The agency added that bad loans could rise by as much as 1 percentage point in the current financial year and ICRA has also noted that while growth will revive to 7 to 9% in the current financial year it will remain considerably below past trends due to elevated levels of credit cost. The enforcement directorate late evening yesterday arrested Gautam Thapar who is a promoter of Avanta group of companies under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act. He will be produced before a local court on Wednesday where the ED will ask for a custodial interrogation. The federal agency had launched a money laundering probe on the basis of an FIR launched or registered by the Central Bureau of Investigation against Gautam Thapar and others for allegedly defrauding YesMan. Growing geopolitical tensions and pulled initial public offerings have done little to dampen the appetite of western banks for Hong Kong and China. Standard Chartered CEO Bill Winters was the latest executive in recent weeks to signal that the sweeping Chinese government crackdown and rising geopolitical tensions between China and the US won't derail his lenders' focus and investment in the region. 
And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. The date that was being anticipated for months came quickly in the new series. The retail rush for equities has taken Nifty past 16,000 for the first time ever. We have endured a churn in emerging markets and a sustained selling by foreign investors, yet managed to stage this up move. The rally was also underscored by a validation of the fundamentals by the finance minister yesterday. It also turned out to be the best day on the index in nearly two and a half months. The small and mid-cap indices, however, chose to skip yesterday's party. Foreign institutional investors were net buyers to the tune of 2,100 crore rupees, snapping a 13-day selling spree. This comes after a 4,000 crore rupees selling on Monday and pulling out about 11,000 crore rupees in July. Earnings optimism has powered US stocks overnight as S&P 500 ended at a closing high. But a rise in Delta variant cases has raised concerns over global recovery. Let's find out which stocks will be active this morning. Government officials said work is underway for a relief package for the telecom sector. But there are no plans of responding to Kumar Mangdambirla's offer of handing over stake in Vodafone Idea. Airtel's profit fell due to the COVID hit, but it has managed to clock better than expected margins and the rest of the numbers have come in line with estimates. Tata consumers' profit fell year-on-year on on account of a one-off gain last fiscal. The CFS said growth has been steady despite COVID disruptions. Adani Enterprises clocked a profit of 266 crore rupees compared to a loss last year. The EBITDA grew over eight folds year-on-year but declined sequentially. GR Infra Projects has bagged an order worth 365 crore rupees for a Bangalore Metro Rail project. Z Chairman Subhash Chandar said he has settled over 91% of the debt with 43 lenders. Finally, four IPOs are opening today fighting for a share in your portfolio. Track 18 now for all the details on Krishna Diagnostics, Windlass Bio, Devyani International and Zaro Tiles. To recap, many experts believe market could head even higher as there seems to be some more steam. A level of 16,600 in the near term is not being ruled out. That's all from my end. Wish you all a profitable day ahead. Thank you for listening in. It's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Rohit. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now. 